0: Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of Shift Fire Productions Totally Legitimate Podcast. I have my podcast chair, I have my podcast microphone, and now I have my podcast bourbon. I'm joined here today with Steve, Saul, Drew, and Asher. Say hi everyone.
1: Hello. Hello. I'm new
2: Hello. here. Hello.
1: Wow, yeah, order. To go. yeah, that was that was impressive. Yeah, right down the worst so uh welcome everybody um so today we're gonna be talking about a lot of this week has actually been it was starting off a little slow last week for for like video game and nerd news but it got pretty crazy this week um specifically after the playstation 5 um state of play it got pretty nuts so there's a lot to talk about some really major topics uh to talk about and discuss as well as some fun stuff. Well, but we're, we're going to be starting off here uh, with just some small uh, conversation about game updates throughout the week. Um, starting off with Risk of Rain 1.0, which was a topic we went to talk about uh, not last week, but the week before. And uh, now that it's out, uh, what are your first impressions of it there, Asher?
3: I am absolutely loving 1.0 for Risk of Rain. It's, this has been my favorite game since it came out. I want to say about two years ago was when at first they mm-hmm. first dropped the idea. And if you don't know what Risk of Rain 2 is, it's similar. It's the don't. second installment of the Risk of Rain series by Hopu Games. Uh, it's a roguelite, so you can go around. Every run is a bit different. Once you die, you technically you restart the game pretty much from square one. And but with 1.0, they added a whole bunch of new content to it. Uh, they have finally added an end game, so you can physically beat the game, which is kind of fun. Yeah, uh, that's I've... actually really cool. Yeah, that, and you know, along with new, uh, new boss comes new stage. Final stage is looking beautiful. Yeah, but... so just pretty.
1: Yeah, the stage pieces for Risk of Rain 2 are absolutely gorgeous. Everything's very geometric. Um, the art style, it favors the art style so much. It's like a very deeply cel-shaded art style, and it's absolutely beautiful That's to pretty cool. uh, play. I,
0: I like it when stuff like works with its own art style. Like It just incorporates it to that level. I actually have not right. even seen any gameplay of it.
3: I'll have to look really? into it. Yeah, yeah um, I highly recommend this game. It is. It flows really well.
1: It handles nicely.
3: Yeah, I've been grinding
0: too much on Call of Duty to worry about any other game.
1: (laughs) I know the feeling.
3: I got that challenge done. Yeah, yeah. There is. Uh, They added a a lot. Oh, sorry. Oh. Nope. Oh, all right. Well. Yeah, they added a lot of new stuff in. They also added uh, cutscenes, which is kind of fun. It's just like a simple intro and outro cutscene, which, you know, kind of fits it because it's a very like simplistic sort of game. Uh, a lot of new items that you can pick up and interactables. And yeah, I highly recommend picking up the game. It's on sale right now, too, for the 1.0 release. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I highly That's recommend like... it if you're a fan of indie games. It's It's really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I haven't really been... On the indie game market in a long time. Uh, I it's, don't even really know much of what's on.
1: Uh, it's worth getting into right now. The indie games that are coming out in the last couple of years have been nothing short, uh, nothing short of phenomenal. I know there's the that one that
0: Drew was mentioning.
2: Uh, yeah, Iron Harvest 1920 plus. I think it's officially titled as. I just call it Iron Harvest. It yeah. is a real-time strategy game that is basically Diesel Punk Company of Heroes two. <laughs> Yeah, I I
0: know that it's based on uh, what is it, some Polish artist? Like some of his work?
2: Yeah, the pol. Yeah, there's a Polish artist. I'll get his name in a second. He painted some paintings about a diesel punk era where people are using machines for war and farming. Like one of his pieces was a shepherd on stilts or there was a piece of some kids next to a giant wreck they find in the woods. Mm -hmm. And this developer picked up the concept, started a Kickstarter to see if they could make a real-time strategy game out of it, which then got picked up by Deep Silver, the publishers who made the Metro games.
0: And also Dead Island and Dying Light.
2: Yes. So, So when it comes to really thematic settings, they're experts in what would work. Yeah. I've actually played the game. It's free right now on Steam. And it's coming out September 30th, so that's when the price tag is going to drop of $50. But I highly recommend it because this is the most well-polished strategy game I've ever played.
0: Yeah, I'll actually probably download it. It sounds really not it's free right now.
2: It's totally free right now. You have nothing to lose. It is 4 gigabytes, and they are updating it near Sick. constantly.
0: Yeah, I'll give yeah, it a try. See
1: it'll save me some space for the next 100 gigabyte download for call of duty
2: yeah uh it'll, it won't be
0: the first one to go once the next update comes but <laughs>
1: well,
2: it'll, it'll have to fight in the battle royale of my and hard September 30th drive 30th comes around you gotta pay the 50 buck fee i think because right now it's just in beta it's a clever way to do it
4: yeah it is kind of like a free trial sort of thing yep yeah
2: it is the full never game heard of that it is the okay. full game for free right now okay
4: yeah
0: uh, honestly I, I like that more then I like the, uh, what, what is it? The, uh, ah, it's the thing that plagued the steam marketplace for so long, uh, where they just release unfinished games and don't have uh, early access, early access, they release unfinished games and they don't have to finish them. They are not legally obligated.
1: (laughs) Right. Games have been getting better with it. Um, but you know, I'm looking at arc where it was in early access for like, five years oh, yeah uh yeah. seven
0: days to die as well um and both arc and seven days to die are kind of on my shit list for that uh just because they're in alpha quotes uh you can't really see my quotes um, <laughs> but they uh still had an xbox one release
1: right and they started by doing microtransactions as well
0: <laughs> and yeah. microtransactions. Well, no, not seven days to die, but yeah, the other one.
2: Seven days um, at least came out with a quote final version that they just patched mm-hmm. to oblivion.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, at you least know, playable. I respect games that actually stick with their um, roadmap as well. Like they'll have a roadmap and they will get to that by the end of their goal. And that's always really good to see. One game that did that really well was then Fighting Herds. They basically were like, when it was approved and got onto Steam, they were like, here's our roadmap. Here's when we're expecting the game to come out. And it was right on target. I think they had like one delay. Um, Hell at least does the
0: same thing. Uh, Right. I was a little nervous when it first came out, but it just, honestly, it's a pretty solid game now. When it first launched, I think it had one map. I forget what they're up to now. I think they're up to 10, and they are massive
2: maps. That's pretty cool. I've been seeing ads for the Carrington DLC. Mm-hmm. I
0: I haven't played since they uh, since they had like four maps, I think, I, before the Hill 430 or whatever expansion. I know I didn't touch the D-Day one yet.
1: Hello, Loose is a World War II game, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Military sim. Yep, milsim. Not for everyone, kids. <laughs> Not for everyone.
1: It's ARMA, but World War
0: II. <laughs> uh, oh. Except it works better than ARMA.
1: Yeah, I mean, is pretty old at this point. Still yeah, uh,
0: 2013, and ARMA 3 kind of has the uh, Todd Howard seal of uh, it works approval.
4: Oh. Oh,
2: it, that's, that's it unfortunate. It does work, and the mod community is actually quite there for it. But really, all I use ARMA for is play toy soldiers. So uh-huh. I play Warhammer for next to nothing
0: yeah uh i am kind of like in the antistasi expansion not expansion mod community for it that's pretty cool
1: Ooh! i always and, wanted to check out arma but like i don't think i would enjoy it that much
0: oh uh, i if you do get it get it on sale and then we could play antistasi together which is way yeah. more fun with a large group of people it's right. basically it is red dawn simulator you have a whole
1: Ooh, whole okay.
0: island that you start out on and there's like the governing power and then well how Drew and I play is there's like the governing power and the russians are trying to fight them you're the guerrilla faction in between them
1: okay and uh, yeah.
0: you're trying to win the hearts and minds of people to recruit them and take the island
1: that sounds Our like ta- a lot of fun actually it's
0: possible to
2: win we have attack plan in place already we're not going to have taxes. We're going to have mimosas.
0: Yep, mimosas. Um, <laughs> as soon as we start skirting into the uh, fall weather, not all the way into fall, uh, then it's just free mojitos for everyone.
1: That's pretty sweet. That's yeah. a good deal, actually. Yep. Speaking, of, uh, the rest out. <laughs>
0: can't Speaking of military if
1: they're games, drunk. Uh, COD just had a major update. Season 5 just came out. And, yes, uh, and has, enjoying
0: that. Uh one of my favorite guns ever invented, the AN-94 blessed yeah be her it's a pretty
1: sweet gun actually yeah it's pretty sweet
0: and after i just got obsidian with my m4 i can now play with it
1: i just bought my first battle pass of any game i've ever played and uh it's been actually a lot of fun doing the grind it's not too too painful um mm-hmm. if you play pretty consistently it's pretty and they space the pretty war- rewards out
0: really well right
1: everything's pretty good um so I've been enjoying that. Um, been playing a lot of that lately. That's been all I've really been playing ever since season five came out, just because I need to get through the grind. That and Risk yep. of Rain too.
3: Mm-hmm. When, you know, what I've heard, like COD has one of the best laid out like battle passes. Yes. Is that I wanted to get your guys' opinions on that? Cause... I'd say so. Um Battlefield
0: V's uh, was a little rocky, but it did good enough. But um I'd never really if I felt like I was behind, I never felt the pressure to like grind it out, but I, I suppose right. this is bad and good because I haven't had time to play any other game necessarily. Well, not due to the battle pass, just because of my completionist manner.
1: Yeah. COD is actually a surprisingly good game to complete. Like, There's a lot of challenges that you can play. I just got my first gold gun, and it was actually a very satisfying feeling when I finally got it uh after hours of getting frustrated over trying to get mounted kills i was like oh i finally got it and it was pretty cool um they always have a lot of fair challenges nothing is really like hard to achieve it's all pretty accessible i think the hardest challenge i've seen so far was the quickscoping one
0: and even that one wasn't that hard i kind of cheesed it i cheesed it pretty hard Uh, (laughs) i just went on to shipment 24 7
1: oh that'll do it
0: three quick scope kills left rejoined got three quick scope kills left rejoined that'll do it yeah
1: yeah okay. uh shipment 24 7 though is a great way of just grinding out challenges in yep. general
0: if you got to get all the hip fire challenges done absolutely the, the
1: time to do it especially on hardcore yep
4: imagine not, manage not to not to die in like one millisecond.
1: second what <sighs> <would> happens on die <laughs> uh, we we actually came up because we were playing shipment the other day um we came up with a new t-shirt concept uh and if we if if fire ever takes off i really want to make this one of our t-shirts uh brinker quote uh coined the term live free and or spawn die
3: (laughs) i like it i like it Uh,
0: it's either spawn die or spawn kill it's fucking yeah oh
1: i said the shipment um the uh Uh, you can say the f word i don't care this isn't radio yeah you can this isn't radio you can say fuck all you want Oh fuck.
0: Uh, really? so anyway, <laughs> no shit. There I was playing Call of Duty, camping in a corner as you do. I take It yeah. sounds like forward. standard Call of Duty. I take two steps forward. Somebody spawns behind me and shoots me in the back of the head. Yep. They look as confused as I was. And it was <laughs> it was not a small map. Yeah. <laughs> like, that
1: was Ryan. That would I'm be traumatizing please. for me. oh good times a shipment is like one of those maps that i hate but i love it just because of the stupid chaos that is shipment yeah um it's It's not unfun like rust it like rust is a genuinely unfun map if it if it comes down to the right game um once like killstreaks start coming out it's such an unplayable map Um, can be
0: well they're both pretty unplayable with killstreaks that's fair that's fair at least shipment's Um, over quick
1: I think my least favorite map is probably Cheshire Park in Modern Warfare 3. Or I Modern Warfare it. 4.
0: I, I, I got used to the angles and how to hold them.
1: Right. right. Once you get used to it, it's not too bad. Um, there's another map that I hated more that I just despise playing every time I see it. Piccadilly is up there too. Uh, just oh, because Piccadilly. Piccadilly is, no matter where you are, you're seen.
2: Yeah. Hazmat, <laughs> um, I will raise you the super center the shopping
1: super center is fun i actually that really enjoy my least favorite. really
0: yeah you, i actually don't mind piccadilly just because i like running that 458 sniper build that i have so calm yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, not it's, so calm. it's a fucking four it's point point the, four five eight inch brake launcher yeah, yeah it's
0: pretty much uh Imagine a ballista, but instead of like an actual ballista bolt, it just fires like a a bucket of bricks.
2: (laughs) And the bucket of bricks is contained in a concrete block.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Or it's like it launches a a school bus, a fully loaded school bus.
1: It's kind of how it feels when you play the 725.
2: Gentlemen, I have breaking news. They Uh did add the Catgirl Mara skin. It's in the Kawaii Mara bundle. Bruh. launching it now
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is this it, is happening right now folks this is I, I just
2: want i didn't know if you guys like saw this in the game or anything but oh. i i
0: speculated that it was coming and uh i already wrote a strongly worded letter to activision telling them <laughs> that they have rights to my money
1: <laughs>
2: so you're, basically you're already out your check okay i'm gonna let you guys know right off the bat the skin, the legendary skin with her oh. cat ear helmet. It's a tactical helmet with cat ears on it. That's it's a It's called goal. the Notice Meow.
3: Uh, Dude, oh, they can have all of my money now. It's it, <laughs> you <laughs> also
2: get the Slaying Moon weapon skin, the Aomi melee weapon, a little kitty cat charm, and several unique skins that are basically your vehicles wrapped in it. You also get the Just Perfect calling card, the Mark Cat <sighs> Emblem.
0: They know their market. They do.
1: They really do.
2: You also get the Queen of Spades finishing move with her. I,
1: I already, I thought the Kwai like Kauai tech, like Tracer packs were bad. Yeah. Oh no,
2: no, no. This is a full-on Girl pack.
1: That's adorable, and I and love it. Twenty-four
2: hundred yeah. cod points. Modern yeah. Warfare. You owe me a. You owe me some goddamn sponsorship deals.
1: That's twenty. That's like twelve dollars.
2: Yeah, they have it. Yeah. It's it's my. my <laughs> it's
1: already offers. it's already in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
0: I'm shocked that they didn't, or Girls Frontline or something, didn't try to do something with them. or Right, like right. That. A, one is uh, FPS gun porn, the other one is mobile gotcha gun porn. Right. They're just hand in
1: hand. Honestly, I think Call of Duty definitely got the gun porn market, though. Uh, this game yeah. has the best gun customization I've ever seen in a video game pretty nuts it's Five pretty
2: attachments weird. in a multiplayer game and you can just make the ugliest m4 platforms i've ever seen in my entire life
0: like those animals and, that remove the stock from it
2: uh, and
1: then add like 27 inch barrels
0: yeah i, I want to see somebody shoot a machine gun without a stock
1: um or you can make a deagle like branker did yesterday <laughs>
0: <laughs> i made i made uh what did i call it
1: the long, uh, we called it the long boy
0: no, I called. know it like you called the, it something else. The long eagle, or something.
1: Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it's like a nice,
0: cute, flowy name. But uh, yeah, it was a desert eagle, but like three times the barrel length.
1: Yeah, it was why? a suppressor with two barrel extensions. Yep. Why? <laughs> because
2: why? Send me a photo of this. I gotta see it's, this. But why? Pretty
1: bad. It's pretty bad.
0: Oh. Oh, Drew! Actually, uh, you can play around with the gun customization if you go to a private lobby. It's completely unlocked. You yep. Play around.
1: That's with how I made my long sniper. You don't have. Um. That's how I discovered, or how my friend told me how to make the uh, longest ADS speed in the game. Yeah. Which is the 50 cal sniper rifle with all barrel attachment, or with a long barrel, suppressor, explosive rounds, and I think a variable scope makes it the slowest in the game.
4: Oh, my fucking it's like god! Why? Two and a
1: half. It's two and a half seconds to just completely scoping.
4: That is Why? fantastic.
1: <laughs> Why can't you
4: do that to yourself? you scoping and <laughs> that must be a pain in the ass.
1: It's pretty Jesus. bad. It's its like... <laughs> it <just sounds> like <laughs> that.
2: That's not quick scoping. That's not quick scoping. You're just it's scoping. It's slow scoping. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like that's we made like... a new sport, guys. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You've invented yeah. oh slow scoping. Oh my
0: god. Yeah, we could turn that into a video, I think.
1: Yeah, slow scope, we scope in our private lobby it. during um, so I was hosting a Call of Duty event for Winnie City Poticon Online this, uh, this couple of months ago and um, we, that was one of the stupid things we did besides sticks in the bathroom uh, we did uh, long rifles which was the slowest ADS speed in the game and we just fought each other on a small arena
2: <laughs> can I make a nomination for can I make a recommendation for your sticks in the bathroom game mode? what's that? Rename it to prison showers.
1: Well, yeah, uh, sticks in the bathroom sounds funnier out of context, though, um, because we the joke came around uh, because Charlie happened to join our voice chat right when we were saying it, and um, it was it was pretty funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, so it it was pretty great. It was a good time. Uh, so sticks in the bathroom kind of stuck. Uh, If for anybody who knows enough about Call of Duty, um, in a private lobby, we went on the map Gulag showers and we all equipped Cali sticks, smoke grenades, and uh, riot shields, and that's all you got. And you just hit each other with sticks in the bathroom.
0: It's like Ninja Turtle battle
3: rail.
1: Yeah, it was pretty fun. (laughs) like high
2: school lock. I
3: am Donatello. Everyone's Donatello. (laughs) No one wants to be Donatello.
1: uh all right i think um time to get to our big stories now yeah that uh, wraps we got up. A...
0: enough enough cod talk we could talk about that Yeah, enough hours. cod
1: talk we can <laughs> yeah seriously uh i never thought i would say that about a call of duty game too because i yeah. usually hate call of duty it's weird it's wild it's weird
2: why is this one good Yeah.
1: it's
0: weird um i was nice and comfy hating them
1: <laughs> right now i'm uncomfortable enjoying them because then it makes me—it makes me a basic bitch sellout.
0: Yeah, I, love, I feel like I have to shower twice a day.
2: I, I like <laughs> the storyline, like the breach and clear missions, because as a huge I would play siege game static, solely about that. Yeah, I love the one mission where it's like, yep, clear this house. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, so we do have a couple big stories to talk about that'll probably take the rest of the podcast episode, just because these are pretty wild stories um, that I didn't expect to be happening so soon to a major console release. Um, And all of it has to do with development ethics um, in video gaming. Uh, For those of you who watch the PlayStation 5 uh, game, uh, State of Play, might know about the game Aeon Must Die. Uh, It was an indie title by Limestone Games and published by, I have to look up the name again because I keep on forgetting. (laughs) One second, bear with me. (laughs) Focus. I got it, I got it. Uh, it's on my Google. I have it tab on my Google on my phone. Also, <laughs> I have a I have a bit
2: of a question.
1: What what are ethics? Uh we'll get to that. That's the that's the focus of our discussion tonight. That's uh, right. discussion that's that.
0: ethics 101.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um Focus Home Inter- Interactive is the publisher for this game. And so the story basically reads like a really like a basically cor- corporate horror story. Um, The entire development team around the time of the um, airing of the trailer uh, left the project Um, due to citing that um, the CEO of the developing company, um, Limestone Games, was abusing his power as a CEO, um, and they had released um, a full Dropbox full of legal files, emails, audio recordings of these supposed alleged abuses happening. Obviously, some of it was redacted to protect the identities of the developers themselves. They don't want to dox themselves, obviously, to the internet. Um, but the um, the CEO, it was basically said that the CEO was abusing his power um, by threatening lawsuits. By uh, He manipulated the lead project's uh, creative project writer person, CFO, um, out of signing his, his rights away to the IP, even though their initial contract agreement was that um, the the creative leader could keep the ip under his name um which it a bunch of legal stuff he gets royalties to it and all that um but he ended up uh getting manipulated into signing it away through uh, allegedly through um being threatened to get kicked off the project um the they're being underpaid they haven't had any paid crunch time there have been several crunch times throughout the last few months that have been unpaid uh they're oh, working Way over hours all the time, uh, and they tried bringing this to the um, attention of the publisher, focus group uh, focus home entertainment. and um the, the only they was to radio silence. There was no responses from the publisher until their legal team finally responded, saying that the developers were it summarizes the developers were overreacting, um that the CEO isn't doing anything wrong. And then uh, the, the trailer released and the Dropbox was leaked, uh, was not leaked, but released to the public from the developers after they left the project. And the after the public outcry, obviously, um, on Twitter, the publisher, the outcry was at the publisher saying, because it's their responsibility to make sure that the development team is doing what they're supposed to be doing and it, doing it ethically, I suppose. Yeah. And, and the... Publisher pretty much made a statement saying that they had no idea this was happening. They were like, "Oh, we didn't know this was happening. We're going to take the steps to review it, even though we have evidence that to the contrary, that there have been dozens of letters and emails sent to the publisher company, and they didn't respond to it." And there's also previous um, stories about this publishing company in particular uh, mistreating their development teams and basically just taking uh, corporate side on it rather than worrying about the ethics of what's happening within the company they've actually there's another game series that they actually screwed the ip out of from the original creators which is terrible um so this has been a big discussion about is this a game going to release and should it be released under these circumstances
0: yeah it's like everything that could go wrong with game development as far as corruption and it all happened to one company
1: right right and this this poor development team. They had um, a report say they had sucked dry their legal fees. They were sucked dry in legal fees because the CEO kept drawing this out, um, mm-hmm. basically saying that he was going to run out. Of, they were going to run out of fuel and they couldn't pursue this any further. Stupid! Um,
0: that's how the justice system. Not going off on a tangent like that. But right. It's stupid how that works.
1: Yeah. Um, it, it's really unfortunate to hear. Uh, it's it's sad actually. Why, why Punching crunch time so much. Um unethical practices they just want to make sure that this development team is on top of the project because the, the philosophy for this project apparently was project first project first, which isn't healthy um, they weren't listening to the needs of the developers and things just fell behind um, and by the time this state Not of play came around it, yeah, it was, it was bad um, and Aeon Must Die itself looked like a really promising game it, it looks amazing uh, it's this really um, stylized indie game that is like an action adventure or an action RPG kind kind of game, from what I've seen. So,
4: yeah. this game's dead.
2: Like I was, don't think it'll see the light of day.
1: Um, I hope not. Honestly, I I hope that either they work this out with the development team, or it never sees the light of day. Um, because from what I understand, they were getting another development team to finish it because it was near finishing when all of this happened
2: this might be the next no man's sky launch story
1: maybe um no man's sky was another really it it was unfortunate for a completely different reason
2: it it was because that was a media publicity thing but their launch was disastrous because of legal issues and this is
1: this is a whole other level
2: this is a whole other level of just corruption and all that i cannot see this game surviving this whole ordeal the right. way that the developers are like the developers and the companies are not Sorry. on good grounds right now. So there's no way this game will survive.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um sadly that's kind of how it works.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really unfortunate story. And for a game that has a lot of promise, um what what is everyone's takes on all this though? I think this is a really interesting topic to see. Uh, play out because i I really want to see how all of this plays out this has been a story i've been following Mm -hmm. really closely i
0: I didn't know a whole lot about this before you were talking about it but this is probably like the next big story uh since konami let kojima out of their wine cellar
1: right (laughs) absolutely and it's raised a lot of questions, and this this year has been a lot of questions about development development ethics within the video game industry. And this is a continuing conversation because of shit like this. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be continuing on with a couple of big stories that happened this week too, um, continuing off of this this ethical problem within the video game industry and abuse of power by CEOs. Yeah.
0: Sort of, look like, at Activision and EA and all that. Yep. yep. Although EA, they're showing signs that they're at least listening. We'll we'll see over the next coming year year, maybe two so. years, yeah. uh, see if they actually act on it. But the feedback that we're getting sounds like they're listening.
1: Right. And Saul was going to say something. Yeah. I'm just. I just. I don't understand how
4: publishers just continuously are. The development team is are they the ones that are totally like are that are making your game possible. They're the ones they're the ones that are actually putting in the work for it. You just basically front the money, yeah. And uh, I don't they, understand how you, I don't understand how, how you think that like abusing them and just not listening to them in any way or shape or form is going to make a good product. It's like that shouldn't make money. They right. can't
0: hear the complaints because the uh, the tube that money falls out of is too loud,
1: right? It It's bureaucracy. It keeps falling
0: out of the tube.
1: The bigger the company, the the less human they are uh, and that's a good thing to keep in mind, especially with Activision Blizzard and EA, which is going to be coming up in a different discussion where um, the bigger your company and the more official it is, the more bureaucratic it becomes mm-hmm. and with bureaucracy, it leads to uh, uh, um, pitfalls and communication and empathy mm-hmm. um, you know they always expect a product rather than um, expecting they don't look at it ethically as much because they're not. They don't get the repr, uh repre, reprim words. They don't get reprimanded as much for reparations. Um, reparations. Yeah, they don't get reprimanded as much for <laughs> issues within. If there is a company problem, they don't feel that sting as much as they would as a smaller company would. Yeah,
4: there's less like, incentive. And, I think it was like last last time I said something about like, I mean, Battlefront Two didn't like start getting any kind of fixes until. Until EA got got the ultimatum from Disney itself, and it's like oh, it, 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 they don't care unless it like actually hurts their bottom line. Yep, yep.
3: And, that's, and, that's is, and that's why yeah. they're listening now.
4: Yeah, because yeah, most companies have to take that.
3: Yeah, most of the big companies can just pay away any of their problems. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: One thing that can really hurt improving working conditions is. A bad manager who refuses to listen to the workers,
1: which is what this entire project has become. It was a lot of the CEO just not listening to demands of the employees, and in fact throwing his weight around to abuse his power. Um, he was threatening black marks on the record, so they could never get a job again if they did follow through with the lawsuit and continue to call lawyers. It, it's if you can, I'll send you guys the Dropbox if you're if you're interested in reading it. But it's it's pretty pretty terrifying. Um, because they were actually trapped in this legal battle that they could not get out of.
2: Well, leave the link in the description if you can.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you guys when I get a chance. Um, another good source on this is Young Yi. Uh, he does a lot of YouTube videos about this stuff and does a wonderful job of summarizing these pod, these uh, this news. He's um, who I
2: go to for Fallout 76 updates.
1: Yeah, so um, continuing on with this discussion, uh, Activision, Blizzard, and EA are in trouble. Um Activision Blizzard in particular is what started this story uh early this week maybe even end of last week um there was a large file uh a spreadsheet leaked on Twitter to the public um and it was laying out payment records or payroll records from the company uh after major layoffs a lot of people were talking about the layoffs and why they happened after a record year at the company and they found out that um, CEOs are getting way overpaid and employees are getting way underpaid. Uh big shocker. Yeah, right. Um the underpayment is to the point where people can really barely survive at their means, whereas CEOs are making millions a year. Um yeah. the the pay gap was in the thousands per month. Um and this got so much attention that one of their major shareholders has pulled out from supporting the company until it's fixed. Um which is a big deal. Um, shareholders... You know, never Activision
0: CEO is like, how am I going to pay for these five houses?
1: <laughs> right. Um, and they, the, the shareholder is also shareholding with EA, who has had a very similar problem in the last couple of years. They're also withholding funding until they fix these problems and pay their employees a fair amount. Um, and this is, a, this is not a new problem within companies, but I've never seen it to this degree especially when Activision Blizzard is rolling in cash after the merge.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They have Call of Duty money and World of Warcraft money, and they're still hurting for cash. What are and they Overwatch working on money
1: and every other game that Activision makes? Um, and, uh, Blizzard
0: totally... has like a peak of respect from the community too.
1: not anymore. Yeah, oh, they lost a <laughs> the okay. good graces. <laughs> oh, they, they lost a the good, good
0: graces years ago. What, you guys don't have cell phones.
4: <laughs> what was that and it's also like the whole thing with the um the hong kong protests and stuff like that oh yeah yeah that oh yeah really human weird.
2: rights uh apparently blizzard doesn't care about human rights if you live in hong kong everywhere else they do care yeah Do
1: they though looking no, at these records or they, uh, not
2: <laughs> they care about your human rights as long as you pay them don't look at the record, Steve. Just play the game and have fun. Yeah. Just play yeah. World of Warcraft, Oracle Lives Matter or something. Just as,
1: just as we were just praising up Call of Duty up and down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Call See, of Duty gonna, is good.
1: I'm going to talk it up to you, Infinity the Ward.
0: From the asshole.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say Infinity Ward did a great job. Activision had nothing to do with it. They just paid for it.
2: Yeah, Once again, developers publishers. versus
1: publishers.
0: Yeah.
2: Cancer. Yeah. A lot of people are saying Captain Price is their war daddy.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm to
0: crush my head between him? his thighs. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm thinking my next fish will either be Soap or Riley. <laughs> I'm going to let you know, Riley died, okay? Well, so did Captain Price. So- not not, so yeah. not the character of So,
4: Soap.
1: <laughs>
0: well, so did Soap. And so will this fish
3: eventually.
1: That's unfortunate. Yeah.
3: It's the circle of life, Steve. Maybe
2: get
1: a yeah, cat. It is.
2: You know maybe something get a what? that maybe get a cat, something that'll actively remind you to feed it.
1: You know, I actually gotta say, Captain Price is a good name for a cat. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> Jesus, give him a little.
1: <laughs> Are you
0: sure that Soap McTavish isn't <laughs> better? <than that? laughs>
1: you know Soap McTavish.
4: Yeah, that's better actually. Just
1: give Kinda him like little that. soaps, little soap <laughs> shoes. Well, oh, Soap had a little a cat.
0: His name's probably gonna be Artyom.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good cat. That's a good cat
0: name. Yeah, I already had a cat named Vasili, and I think <laughs> he's still doing well. Uh, I left him in Kuwait. <laughs> he was a good cat. He'll Aww. be fine. Kuwait's a nice country. He was Is a it? wonderful cat. He was, he was a tiny little orange tabby.
1: Aww. Oh, that's yeah, adorable. He'll be
0: fine. He'll blend into the surroundings and hunt lizards. They don't, uh in Kuwait, they don't control the animals on base. They uh, just vaccinate them and let them go free because they deal with pests.
2: Oh. Yeah,
4: that's pretty did cool. You, actually, they yeah. should do that with children.
2: No, <laughs> children don't do anything with pests. They are the pest. Yeah, not fast enough. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Uh, so, They'll
3: put anything that they can grab in their mouth. So
4: this okay. is fair.
2: This is yeah, why the need paper clips and so electrical pockets
0: you know, they would be. I mean, kids would be the ultimate pest control if they could haul ass like a cat
1: <laughs> but they can't
0: thankfully the world would
4: be over
1: yeah it would be i mean kids learning to run at the, at a young age terrifying most horde would have been thing,
4: much terrifying. shorter my when your nephew is already f- he has two speeds stop and run
2: yes
1: it's yes.
4: terrifying especially near a fire
1: yep
2: <laughs> i've seen kids run around the shop before and i have to say the world is just fine without them.
1: <laughs> Yikes. Sure you want to be saying that? We're going to be publishing this on Spotify. Oops. okay. You can, you can, you can take I it off. I don't
2: like small children. <laughs> I'll openly admit that I don't like small children. I don't know what to do with them. They scare me.
4: That is fair. That is the, fair. Opinions, the views of members of the Shift Fire podcast are, do, do not, not necessarily
1: reflect the, the views of the Shift Fire organization or this yeah. podcast. <laughs> People
4: saying anything in this podcast to have nothing to do with the, with the podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to the shop. Thank right you for on. bringing all your fucking kids.
1: Oh. Uh, all right. Uh one last major topic and then we'll get to some other fun discussions. Uh Fortnite was just removed from the Apple Store and Google, uh, App Store and Google Play.
3: Thank good. Finally.
1: Um good. so this story I heard and I was like, "Oh thank God, Fortnite's going to die." But then I read further into it and I'm like, I'm actually taking Epic Games Store uh side on this. Um like so it. to undermine the monopoly that basically App Store and Google Play have on the mobile market they were like, screw it, we're going to sell our microtransactions through our own website rather than going through uh, App Store or Google Play, which for consumers makes it a little less, little less convenient. However, they do not have to pay the 30% cut to Apple or Google um, because they basically stated like, it's our game, uh, we should be able to charge it how we see fit without having to charge uh, 9 dollars for something that really costs seven ninety nine dollars in our game. Yeah. Because PC players only pay $7.99, mobile players had to pay $9.99 to get the same amount. And yep. Epic wasn't a huge fan of that. So they decided we're going to make it all proprietary, we're not going to deal with App Store and Google Play. To which App Store had quickly removed them, um, saying it was a violation of their contract. And um, even though there was no nothing stating that they couldn't do that, it's just no one ever tried. Um, um, and EA... Uh, or not ea uh google play google swiftly came in and removed off the google play store for the same reason Uh, and now there is a huge legal battle for the both companies with epic um over this discussion of is it okay for people to sell it through their own websites rather than through app store and google play um since there are no really contractual obligations for them to do so so i think i'm I'm on Epic I'm on Epic yeah, side here. Too. Um yeah, I, I allowed to appreciate
2: to... that they're not, just not rolling over. Yeah. Am I allowed to express my brand opinions based on those three companies in the podcast if one of them is negative? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Okay, if Apple's losing money, I'm totally cool with that. They are terrible people.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I'm not I'm taking Epic side because I've I don't have, I don't hate Epic. I just don't like Fortnite. And as much as I want to see Fortnite fail, um, Fortnite the like,
0: weirdest, like polarizing opinions. There's nobody that yeah. has like just a neutral
2: opinion of the game. It's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Nobody really ever says eh, it's I okay. I have a
2: neutral. I have a neutral opinion of Fortnite. Okay. What is it? Right, almost everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Like I want to see Epic succeed on this because they do bring up a really good point that. Uh, app store and google play tend to really swing a lot of power around that they really shouldn't have that they have too much power in this market um Mm -hmm. and they're fighting the big guy they are really the small guys in this and we're talking about freaking epic games um which is one of the biggest gaming company they are one of the biggest gaming technology companies in the market uh, that we never talk about um for those of you who don't know they were the developers of the unreal engine um, to give you an idea of how important epic games is to the gaming industry audible so,
3: gasp.
1: yeah audible gasp so uh it's a big deal that they are doing this and also they're quite literally biting the hand that feeds them because they lost seven million uh player over seven million players overnight um because just they couldn't play it because it was removed off the app store um and that's just apple apple users that is not including android users um so they are biting the hands that feed them for a cause that they believe in, which you know what? Kudos to them.
3: Yeah, I do feel kind of bad though for the uh, for the mobile market then, because you know, having to pay that original price for a game to have it yoinked away from them like that. Yep. Like that's, that's I want to see them succeed too, but like I also kind of feel. I don't like Fortnite, but I am d- feeling bad for those mobile players.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
3: it's um, a you bad know, time
0: to be a consumer.
1: Uh, it does. It does highlight a big problem too with the App Store and Google Play too. Is that they can, no matter how much money you have invested in a game, they can just take it away from you because they don't like that com- that company. Mm-hmm. Um. So like it, it kind of brings up this really monopoly. Yeah. Um. So the and this is ultimately the problem with a monopoly. Um. And why. Uh, They are fighting this because it is not fair for the consumer. It is very anti-consumer for these kind of practices. Again, going back to that, they have to pay extra for the same thing just because the store is asking for way more than they should be. Mm -hmm. Because to give you an idea of how much money, and going to like Apple's and Google's perspective on this, you know the amount of money they would be losing on this deal is is a lot. Um, because 30% of, like, the 14 to 15 million that V-Bucks raked in alone last year is a lot of money lost. Um, so they they do have a market stake in this that they don't want to lose, but I definitely understand why Epic Games is doing it.
0: Yeah, uh, thing is, I don't know what they're thinking, uh, because they, they never had it to begin with.
1: Right. Um it's it's kind of crazy honestly i didn't think i would so ever really see this. all they
0: had to lose was public opinion
1: right which is already non-existent yeah
0: they literally had nothing to gain from not allowing it especially when right it wasn't detailed in the contract
1: yeah and that's from what i've read on it i, I it's a lot of legal stuff that i didn't fully understand but um that's my understanding of it so i could be a little wrong in the details but that is the gist of the story and i think what our
0: understanding is
1: yes um so don't quote us on anything but um honestly go epic games i really hope that they succeed with this lawsuit i knowing how apple and google are they're probably just going to settle and it's just going to go back to status quo but um at the at the very least this is highlighting a really big problem with the mobile market which has been you know, I think, I think shuffled aside with uh, discussions of, you know, anything revolving gaming because it is the biggest gaming market out there. It's just we never talk about it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty huge.
1: Um, Back it's because, in
0: my girls' frontline days, I used to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a market that um, nobody takes seriously, too, just because it's so oversaturated uh, with just rancid garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely rife with ripe assy garbage
0: yeah Uh, uh, they're getting their fair share of honest games lately but basically unless it was free like no microtransactions whatsoever that's pretty much all it was was garbage yep
1: yep so yeah um what is everyone's takes on the Fortnite getting removed i gee it's crazy when I saw that article, I was like, no, no, it didn't. There's no way. And this is yeah, just, I
0: after. Yet. I didn't have my coffee yet. I saw that headline, like, huh? <laughs> I just went to the next page. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't even register.
1: Yeah. And then it, this is also coming off like the TikTok, like TikTok getting banned. So, like, I was like, oh, maybe it's related, but it's not. It's not a government intervention. It's just, that's
0: where my brain was.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was just public or uh, companies being greedy. Shocker. Shocker.
3: Question mark. I was <laughs> kinda yeah. happy when I first heard the news because I, I was never a big Fortnite fan. Like Yeah, even at the beginning when it was all the the hot shit, I'm just like, okay, it's kinda dumb. Yeah. So I was happy to hear that, but then like actually digging into it, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. So there's something actually behind it, not just yep. Fortnite dying. So <laughs> Oh yeah,
4: my thing is that it's very. I understand that, regardless of whether or not whether or not like Fortnite gets taken off the of Google Play or App App Store, it's still Epic Games. It's still one of the, like they are one of, like you said, Steve. One of the largest gaming gaming companies on the market right now. I'd argue that just like it be it's dangerous. To, like I don't I don't think I don't need to take sides on this. Honestly, I don't really I don't really now that i'm not in don't have a stake i just don't have yeah i just like it just it's two gaming two gaming companies two triple a gaming gaming companies and fortnite especially is a is a game that is making money off of like with uh like they i'm they got like microtransactions or stuff like that there are small things that are in there right like they got like purely cosmetic mic but still like still stuff that like kids are gonna spend uh, use their uh parents credit cards on and shit like that right and it's it's like, and, and that, and that and at that that point like these are like this is still affecting like of impressionable impressionable kids at this point like this is large th- these are large movements that are affecting that affecting that sort of stuff so I don't really I'm not gonna take sides on not take take sides on this because like I think honestly both companies are yeah. both sides have issues
1: oh, regardless I, I totally of how you look right. at it. Oh, yeah, uh yeah no,
4: they did. Uh, I
1: like, think is on the forefront of a lot of controversy because of loot boxes. Exactly. Yeah.
0: You could say that like our version of what Fortnite was basically like think of Call of Duty four or whatever, uh, left bad impressions on us or uh, at an impressionable age, but we weren't charged for microtransactions at like the push of a button.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, we weren't One thing that I'm really hoping for is that these big tech companies actually realize that they can't just muscle in and just take over the internet. Because Google owns, YouTube they own, how many things and IPs? They tried to release their own game console.
1: It didn't work, luckily.
2: And I'm assuming they thought, oh, since it's a $9.99 microtransaction on PC, you'll charge $9.99 there and take $7.99 as, you know, you'll be happy with it, right? And Epic is not going to take that face down, and they're actually fighting back against the tech companies for just simply marketing their own product, their own work on the Google Store.
1: Right. And I think that's it's a very much my fuck-the-man mentality that's that's cheering them on right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, and Epic is not without fault. I have my own problems with Epic and how they've handled Fortnite over the last couple of years because I think and what they've done... Service right it, it's just the way they've handled certain things is pretty terrible yeah they're but, not anywhere close really to my favorite call.
0: companies it's they're polarizing <laughs> for me they do stuff that i love like didn't they put ut3 or not ut uh ue3 uh unreal engine three on the free market or something yes. or four yes. four
1: it was four uh, four is four. open access
0: yeah um, that
1: open source that rather in my
0: mind like, that's an incredibly powerful engine. Not yep. the most powerful, but incredibly versatile engine that they're just letting people use, basically. Yep.
1: And Unreal 5 is an unbelievably powerful engine. It's impressive. Unreal 5
0: now? How I long think have I been gone?
1: It, it might be, or um, Unreal 4 is, is just an unbelievably, impressively powerful engine. And I think they're starting to demo uh, Unreal 5 soon, but I don't know. Future's now, uh, kiddos. Yeah. Um, Unreal 4 is just an incre- it is just an impressive engine uh, with what it can do graphically, and uh, they've always been the cornerstone and, the, I guess, the trailblazers in graphical technology.
0: Yeah, uh, I was watching gaming. an anime that was animated with Unreal 4.
1: Yeah, that's pretty friggin' awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was just watching the credits. I'm like, wait, what? Powered by Which Unreal anime? 4, yeah. I, I actually don't remember. I don't think it's God of High School, but it might be.
1: Okay.
3: They've been doing a lot of, like, I think, like, new trends in, like, anime and stuff using that type of tech, because that's been, like, the new style that I've been seeing around a lot whenever I'm searching up, like, animes to watch. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, why not? It's powerful, and it's free.
1: And it's
0: cheap to produce. Yeah, once you know what you're doing. I mean, look at... Oh, this is a rabbit hole, but look at a uh, studio like... Oh, not not tight moon they're a writer uh drew help me out who who Fodible? um yeah the people that made the the fate series or yep. what some other people might know of them by would be what is it demon slayer they made demon slayer just how beautifully animated that was it's hard to believe that that was 3d animation
1: yep um b is the same way i think that was the same studio I think. Don't quote me um, on that. No, that's oh, a Netflix well studio. It was a Netflix studio. They've done other series in the past, though. Yeah, um, they did make a Fate Netflix. series,
0: but yeah. they tried to copy what Ufotable did. Okay. And if you compared um, Unlimited Blade Works to Apocrypha, I think is the Netflix yeah. one. If you compare the animation, you can really see that which one's like the, the real, and which one's the doppelganger?
1: Yeah. It. Um. While I had my problems with the the um animation style of V Stars, I think the incorporation of 2D stylization goes so far in making a series more well rounded, and and also frame rates are really important.
0: <laughs> yeah. To if it making looks it look too good, smooth. It's a little weird.
1: Yeah. It's uncanny as far
0: as like anime goes, because then yeah. the background has to be that smooth too, and
1: then right. It can okay. become really uncanny.
2: Yeah. So, girls and Panzer has some pretty smooth 2D to 3D animation. Like the way they animate the tanks versus how they animate the girls. It's...
1: True, really get a little closer impressive. to your
2: mic. I the sensitivity too. Girls and Panzer's got really go. solid 3D animation. It's got really solid 2D animation and the way it just blends seamlessly. That's when I think quality 3D animation, I think Girls in Pants are.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't do a bad job for sure. Uh, like, it has way more 3D animation than certain action shots of, like, many shows, actually. But when, um, going back to Fate, Fate is just what I go to when I'm trying to point how 3D animation can look. Because it's remarkable if it's 3D, and your brain doesn't even know it's 3D.
2: One thing I love about the fight sequences of fate, they never use a still image to convey action. It's always moving.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh, they don't use freeze frames, and uh, especially nowadays with how easy animation, I say easy, I'm not an animator uh, audience. <laughs> don't quote me on this. How easy animation is nowadays compared to what it used to be compared to what it used to be. Uh, There's no reason to use still shots. If you use still shots, it shows that you blew all your budget trying to get a phone in with Myth and Roy to do your intro.
1: Yep.
2: Sword out Online. Well, they Uh,
0: actually uh, do pretty hardcore with their animation budget. It's not, I shouldn't say pretty hardcore, but
1: it's... It's not a terribly well, animated it's, uh,
0: series. It's beyond the medium.
1: Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot well of still images
0: for some key parts. As, as the though. action goes, what's that?
2: They use a lot of three D. They use a lot of still images to animate. To quote, animate some of the fight sequences they had.
3: Yeah, they do. It's certainly. I don't there. know, but done well, it still can look pretty good. Compared, to- if done not well, well uh,
0: but you have to convey motion somehow. Like, if it's just, like, uh, just a still frame, but the audio continues on, like a certain show that I'm going to bring up eventually here that I just so happened to get, got Asher to watch. (laughs) Uh, It can really be daunting as far as action goes. Uh, But, yeah, anyway last night asher came to me because he needed like a just an absolute scraping the bottom of the barrel shitty palate cleanser anime
3: and after yeah i'm looking i was looking for the absolute one of the absolute worst animes anyone can recommend to me just because i was watching some pretty bad shit and yeah. i just needed something to just erase my mind of everything that i knew yeah i i told him to watch handshakers
0: uh Apparently he already watched that one and he kinda liked it. So (laughs) I I I doubled down with what might be the worst ever made recently, uh Master of Ragnarok.
1: Ooh, yeah, I've heard not so good things recently. Oh it's fantastic.
3: I had to do I, I found it on Crunchyroll. I started up the very first episode, and then I had to stop and do research to see if i was missing like an entire season beforehand because the <laughs> way it started off like there was no introduction to the main character just no in introduction yeah it just you woke I was- up in the same pair of pants as him <laughs> exactly i'm just like what the hell is going on i got introduced to so many characters and i didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, it only gets worse from there. Just an absolute downhill slope. I will say though, it definitely met the requirements I was looking for. It'll it'll keep meeting those requirements. You can
0: you can even lower the bar a little bit. It'll it'll hit
1: it. <laughs> that's a good that's a good that's a good uh, you know,
0: like, think of it Sign as the Radio. game of Limbo and uh, just watch somebody walk underneath a door. Oh.
3: That's pretty much what this
0: anime is going to do
3: for you. Once I finish it, I'll have to come back with my final review of it. Cause... Yeah, we'll bring it up on the next
2: episode. <laughs> oh, if you're looking for a bad anime that is just bad, but if you're going into it thinking it's bad, it comes out good. Yeah, High School DXD. <laughs>
0: Well, apparently that one, as much bad things I have to say about it, just because I'm not a big, etchy guy, apparently it's not that
2: poorly written. Apparently. So I'm told. Go into it I've expecting hot garbage. Season. If you go into it expecting hot garbage, it comes out pretty okay. If you go in thinking it's okay, it's going to be hot garbage.
1: So it's above a zero then? I it's give a it words. a four. Okay. Because so, at least it's nuts.
2: consistent with its lore.
1: It sounds like Ragnarok is similar to like the Room of Anime. Is it like so bad it's entertaining, or is it just? No, ugh. no. I no, went
3: no. in <laughs> expecting it to be hot trash, and I was even dumbfounded. Like it's I actually have a pretty low bar. I thought the movie Oblivion, with you know, with which was terrible by the way. I thought that was a decent movie because it made me laugh.
0: Meet me in the parking lot. And I will
3: fight you. The just kidding! It. <laughs> I, I only like it because Tom Cruise is in it. Yeah, that's the only reason I enjoyed Our it. Uh, but the Master of Ragnarok, like I knew going in, it was hot trash, and I was sitting here like, "What the fuck am I actually watching?" Oh yeah.
4: Our expectations for you were low, but holy fuck!
3: Yeah, yeah. Like Ragnarok my my bar yeah. is the ground. It somehow went underneath that. I was just <laughs> what the hell?
4: It was the motherfucking underminer man.
2: Yep. <laughs> exactly. at least have the courtesy to dig a hole or did it just stand in place and just sink we don't know
3: I <laughs> like, it's just like, confusing after yeah I literally went online and searched I had to look up their very first episode just to make sure I was on the same page there's only one season of it
0: oh and they leave it I'm gonna spoil this for you they leave it in a cliffhanger oh
2: no they can't <laughs> they can't don't tell me they leave it to fanfiction writers to finish it uh, nobody's gonna write anything about that are you sure uh, god I, hope I will look up fanfiction for this I've been to the cringy parts of the internet
3: yeah I mean, this will be something that we have to bring it. up some other time once yeah. I finish Speaking it out I will let you all of my,
0: Speaking my some opinion I I think that's actually I think our time is time. coming up. Yeah, time for us to wrap it up. Um, yeah. We'll have to have that's that true. be like our first point that we hit on is Asher's uh, uncensored review of the worst anime of 2019.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, who wants to take a oh. toe today?
3: Do, do 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 i guess i will <laughs> okay. all right everyone thank you for watching this episode the second it. episode of, of some of them are watching yeah i
1: guess i hopefully. guess
3: listening you know same difference i'm just dumbfounded right now we went yeah, over we a lot of to topics fixed. hopefully uh hopefully i can finish that anime i'll let you all know what i think of it but uh thank you again for listening and we hope to see we hope to have you listen next time